from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. We're chatting TV and movies as we do on a Friday to get you ready for the long weekend. King of the Nerds, Adam Ross, back with us. Good morning. Good to be here, Pablo. Now, I've been looking forward to this movie for a long time. I didn't get a chance to see it in the cinemas. Uh, American Fiction is now on Amazon Prime. Uh, This looks brilliant. A little bit similar. Uh, I read the book Yellow Face and... A little bit in the similar vein, going down race lines and stereotypes. But what's it like? What's it actually like? Because the trailer's brilliant. Yeah, Yeah, look, I mean, um, what people are doing right now, they're kind of ticking off their best picture nominees. And that's a really good shorthand way to, you know, cover ostensibly, you know, the best films of the year. And American fiction is well and truly in that conversation and nominated in a slew of categories. Um, Look, this is, you know, it's a really clever, prickly, interesting film. Um, It's got a lot on its mind, just like its protagonist here, uh, played by Jeffrey Wright. He plays Thelonious Ellison, uh, a.k.a. Monk, who is a really disenfranchised professor. And no one really wants to read, you know, his highfalutin work on on race and, you know, and the American, uh, the African-American experience and his history books. And in a night of kind of drunken rage, he thinks, I'm going to write the most basic stereotypical representation of, you know, black America that I possibly can. Um, And then he sends it off to his publisher and surprise, surprise, uh, it becomes a bestseller. (laughs) So now, now, you know, so this movie is very interesting, especially in this kind of like, you know, uh, it's insider trading element of the Hollywood machine and Mm -hmm. how basically to as well, you know, like, Right now, we live in a very interesting, uh, you know, cultural landscape in the way that there is, you know, we, we're in the streaming wars. We're in a, you know, everyone is after content. And they're also, too, trying to make content that is, you know, selling original voices. And so, you know, I mean, not that, you know, I, there's still, we've still got a long way to go. But, you know, we are now encountering a diversity in the entertainment that we consume that is relatively unprecedented. Um, and so... It's kind of, you know, this movie touches on, well, how do you get into the game? You know, how do, how do we, uh, how, you know, what is that representation? Is it good for your culture? Is it bad? You know, like, I mean, who are the people that are paying the bills? Are you selling out? Are you staying true to yourself? And so, you know, Monk here, you know, in a brilliant performance, and Jeffrey Wright is nominated for Best Actor, and he's got a good chance, you know, like, oh, like mm. you know, maybe an outsider's chance, but a good chance to win. But, you know, I can't, he's kind of like living the modern embodiment of someone who doesn't want to, you know, uh, he doesn't want to sell out. He doesn't want to lean into tropes. You know, he wants to say interesting, prickly, complex things, you know. Um, and so, I mean, this movie kind of operates as a, a, a bit of a comedy drama hybrid. You know, it, it's a, it's got, it ticks so many boxes that it's a really, I understand why it's nominated for Best Picture because it is a good time at, the cinema because no matter what you're kind of looking for a little bit of romance a little bit of family drama a little bit of scathing satire uh you know it's kind of got it all so you know i, I yeah i think this is an extraordinarily solid film and it takes you know and writer director called jefferson here uh you know basing this on the book erasure um but he takes some big swings you know mm. this movie really has balls in a lot of ways so you know it's that uh, it's uh, bringing up and at length talking about some really you know some difficult subject matter so you know very interesting watch now, Shogun is on Disney+. Plus. I'm very conflicted with this one because IMDb rates it 9.3 out of 10 at the moment. Ooh. But you know me, I hate these dress-up shows. It's just not really for me. But am I going to have to watch this one? It looks pretty good. 
Look, it absolutely rocks. Now, I, this might get you across the line. So the development team of this was involved in a small independent film you might have seen called Top Gun Maverick previously. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, I mean, Shogun, uh, the novel uh, by James Clavell, is almost 50 years old. And funnily enough, right, like, so that book is one of my father's favourites of all time. And I've talked to him as a writer about adaptation and stuff like that. And he said that when he went to see the original theatrical film of, you know, of Shogun, that it was one of the most bitter disappointments of his entire life. So I've been telling him, I'm like, Dad, they're going to do it again. They're going to do it right. <laughs> and, you know, according to every critic on the planet, including myself, this nails it. So, I mean, like, I haven't seen all of it yet. It's coming out. You know, there's a two-episode pilot out on um, Disney+. Plus. I mean, the thing is bleeding gorgeous. Like, the production values here are just out of control. It's, like, you know, it's incredibly well shot, uh, you know, and kind of the machinations of these feuding Japanese clans and, you know, and with this outsider working as a bit of a cipher for us as the audience. It's just, it's a really good kind of narrative dynamic, uh, you know, for us to get this inside glimpse to, uh, you know, to an ancient world. Um, it just, yeah, I mean, the the whole thing kind of rocks. And the thing too as well, and I don't know if this helps people or not, but because it's a limited series, this is it. You know, it's a okay. one and done, right? So, so if, you know, if what's holding you back is that you're like, do I really need to spend an hour in this thing for the next nine years? No, <laughs> you know, you just need to watch these. And so because it is, you know, it is contained, um, it is, you know, I think that it's, well, once I finish it in its entirety, I think this is definitely going to be, you know, one of the top five television events of the year. So, so far, what I, look, I mean, it's violent, it's intense you know it's political it's intelligent uh you know it's got really great kind of genre elements in it as well so this is yeah my kind of catnip i think that so far i am really into this series i guess if i want to experience the shogun world it's probably better to watch the tv show i just looked up the book it's over a thousand pages long so well look that you'd knock that over in an hour <laughs> i don't think mm. so uh now I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try to read a book a week i don't think i can get through that one uh yeah. now the next movie June 2. I couldn't get past the first 10 minutes of June 1, so I'm out on this one, but I know you're so looking you forward to it. You haven't read all six June books? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Not at all. No, nah, nah, look, I mean, I, you know, oh, look, I'll just go this far. Like, June, the first June was my film of the year then when it came out. Yeah. And, like, I, and it's only because Denny Villeneuve, the director, is one of my all-time favourite directors. I think that he's borderline got an unbroken filmography, which honestly is almost unprecedented in cinematic history. Like, I mean, every time this guy makes something, I think that it's good and it's interesting and it keeps escalating. And, you know, so he was responsible for everything from, like, Sicario to Blade Runner 2049 to Arrival, Prisoners, and now this. Um, and, I, like, the, th the best comparison that you can make to Dune is Lord of the Rings. So you're either into that or you're not. And so you're either into Dune or you're not. And in the same way that The Two Towers was a direct continuation, not even in terms of just, like, the narrative, but in terms of, you know, like, the same director, the same cast, you know, it's a it's a piece of a whole uh, that's what june 2 is so it picks up exactly where we left off in the first film uh you know this adaptation of part of, of film one and two is a full adaptation of that massive first book um look i saw it in imax i had to almost go get my retinas checked afterwards i mean it is just you know i mean I, like it's really refreshing in this day and age and there are big budget movies but i feel like that budget is going to vin diesel's counseling or to his bodybuilding regime you know i mean i see a lot of mess on screen and i don't see a very singular belief in a visionary director and warners here have just gone to you know to denny here is as much money as you can spend and every single cent of it seems to be up on the screen like you know the production design i mean the cast in this like you know timothy chalamet rebecca ferguson josh brolin selen skarsgård uh, Batista, Zendaya, 
you know, Javier Bardem, Florence Pugh, Austin Butler. It's easier to probably say who's not in this film, you know. I mean, and, and normally movies like this, even things like Avatar, they have one or two above-the-line name stars and they live on their world. But you're getting the best of both worlds here. So you're getting, you're getting great performances by really broadcast that are all A-list stars. You know, you're getting the most incredible world-building and realisation of, you know, of what was considered to be unfilmable and unadaptable. So, like, you know, I, but you're either going to go or you're not. So, you know, uh, <laughs> and look, and you have to have seen the first one yeah. before you see the second one. But um, I, I, to me, this is probably the biggest ticket. Like, this is the best bang you can get for, you know, well, what's it now? How much is a movie ticket yeah. at the moment, you reckon? Keeps what, going up and up, 20-something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but look, I mean, this is a pretty good $25 investment, I would say. So, I mean, I, I had a ball with this. I will go again on the weekend, but that's because I'm king of the nerds. And, uh, yeah, I think June 2 delivers on all of its promises. Some great recommendations for this long weekend. Adam Ross, we'll chat again next week. I will be here. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. Triple